And there we go. We are back for another episode. Episode two. Million Dollar Dopes. For sure. I'm excited about this one. I am too. I was so nervous. I'm, I'm glad we one. made it. We made it back again. Yeah. We didn't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good definitely that's good so number one you know we got to start our episode off right drop so uh drop that we gonna definitely drop that i forgot my buttons that damn fast oh my green God. bomb that's Intro. it yeah. here we go so like i said we're gonna start this off right the first <laughs> everybody loved this view in that bomb yeah the bombs get the everybody bombs, going we're gonna drop some bombs for everybody get it going Let's get it started, though. Can't bite my tongue, say what I please. Diamonds dancing up my sleeve. Dropped out school just ain't for me, but I still know my ABCs. Feels ass, got and P's. Catching plays, you catching Z's. Trapping out the double tree, just counted up like 40 G's. Ace of spades, let's have a toast. That's a million dollar dose. Run up bands and do the most. Still breaking bread with all my folks. Jewels every time I spoke. Zaza every time I smoke. Slept on floats when I was broke. Now I give all my people hope. Go grab a folk, VIP look like the folk. Be first, I jumped off the porch. We slide on ops like this a sport. Crack infested, racks invested. Count my blessings, learn my lesson. Eyes against me, God was with me. Up a mid and buy a belly. Chop it with you, give you gain. You just like me, you feel my pain. Chop it with you, give you gain. You just like me, you feel my pain. Now that is the way you're supposed to start off an episode every single time. The way the beat drops in that song, I love it. Yeah, he he, like I said before, he he smashed that. Oh my goodness, knocked so that joint dope. out the park. So dope. So we back with episode number two. Um, it's gonna be a good one, y'all. It, it 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 the the title has come to me slowly, um just thinking more and more about it as I've been going on, um. And this one I thought the good a good title for it would be uh love starved, love starved. Yeah, because right now like right, right now we are, we a real love starved nation. Yes, we are. With everything that's going on. Everything. It's a lot of shit on everybody's plate. Yes. A lot of shit that's on everybody's plate. So, we gonna kick it out like that's a good that's a good title. I like that. Yeah. See, I try to keep these things secret from her because she'll try to go and either tweak it or be having a whole bunch of info for it later. <laughs> so I got a surprise. I don't her. tweak it. You're very you're more creative than I am. So yeah. I, I don't tweak it. I let I you. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. And this episode, please do not mind. As I said before. I don't know what's going on with my TV and <laughs> my airplay, but some reason they keep uh, kicking my logo off the screen. Uh, so it may be a couple times I'm going to be peeking back at that, just making sure that uh, it's still up on the screen the way it's supposed to be. Um, Let's kick it off. Let's get let's get into it. Today, February 2nd? Today is February 2nd. And it's a good month for us. 
It is. You see, I'm I'm rocking my representing for the month, my black history. What does that say? It says I'm about making my ancestors proud. For sure. Y'all I know love it's Black it. History Month. Only thing I don't like is um when we were younger, we celebrated Black History Month and we praised it. It's like, you know, we acknowledge all of the greatness in our history from how far we've come as um, a culture, as a race, and things like that. But as as I got older and became more woke mm-hmm. of our history and the culture and everything, I don't really get excited about Black History Month anymore because it's like you can't, you're not going to tell me when I can celebrate my history. For sure. Like I don't like being put in a box where I have to only celebrate my history. And then on the shortest month of the year, we only get 28 days, 29 every seven years. So Mm. I don't want to be put in a box. I'm going to celebrate my history 365. Right. Right. I respect that. But you know, that's just the culture that we, uh, the society we've been in. And it sucks to have to say that because Mm -hmm. number one, they had the, individualize us and give us a month for us to actually be able to celebrate our culture instead of being able to celebrate it year round. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like almost like, you know, let's, let's throw the dog a bone and keep them quiet. Yeah. Like, so exactly they gave us a month is. and then they gave mm-hmm. us the shortest month of all months. Yeah. Um, and to top it all off, if you from like Cleveland, where we from or Chicago mm. or Denver, wherever you may be, where it get cold, ain't, what you gonna do? It's snowing. It was a snowstorm yesterday. It was. And I think the day before that. Yeah. So February just kinda gets smashed out where, you know, you can't even really go out and celebrate. Celebrate the holiday. Yeah. And COVID really put it in a chokehold now. For sure. But the thing is I, I like now though with the Black History Month because taking everything that we've learned over the years, um, when we were younger up until, you know, at, at the age we are now is, and then now having children is that we can change the dynamics of how we celebrate our history in our, in our kids, right. you know, for instance, now they have more, um, African-American books for kids. So the representation is changing. And then we can also, you know, talk about history not only in black history i think because now like we don't even tell our kids like oh it's black history month like our four-year-old's old enough to know black history month but we don't tell them oh we only celebrate black history month we teach him and educate him on our history throughout the year right 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 so i mean and the thing is is because like i said before we just been programmed like mm-hmm. that yeah and, definitely. and you know one, one thing i want to do though is shout out to you know of course our ancestors that then, you know, Absolutely. had to go through crazy, crazy struggle to get us to this point. Um, another shout out to, you know, our current day warriors too. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people out there that's still laying it on the line. Absolutely. It's a lot of people that's out there making sacrifices every day. Absolutely. Um, to get our voices heard. Absolutely. But then it's a lot of people out there also that um help perpetuate the stereotypes. Yes. They help push the narrative of everything that's going on and i i don't want to per se like pick on music and, and stuff like that because at the end of the day every society every culture has music that people can frown upon mm-hmm. you know with the lyrics of the stuff that they say or whatever but it seems like rap music really gets a bad rap um you know no pun intended but it really gets a bad 
it's the black eye of the music industry almost. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want it to be as mainstream that it is, but you know, it's 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 contagious. People love it. But at the same time, it's a lot of people that rap about stuff that they really not doing. I was just getting ready to say mm-hmm. like but, Go ahead. I'm not what you about to say. I was just getting ready to um, say, like, back then, people were rapping about sending a message, you know, getting a message out to uh, the communities and things like that. Now people just rap about what sells. Yeah. So whatever the wave is, I'm going to rap about it because that's, that's what sells. Right, right, right. And and the thing is, is, of course, that's always going to be the case where people going to rap about, you know, whatever it is that people want to hear that's going to get them money. Um, but then we got a lot of people who followers mm-hmm. that um, hear this rap music and hear these scenarios and hear these situations that they uh, talk about, and they really live it though. Like you can't take certain people out of certain neighborhoods that when you rap some of the things that they really going through, um, they react a certain way to it. Yeah. You know, especially when like alcohol and drugs and stuff is involved. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't want to just point out rap music because if that's the case, uh, video games, mm-hmm. movies, yeah, commercials, like everything has an underlining uh, factor of what it helps push into mainstream society where I remember at one point you would have billboards that would show people smoking cigarettes and like you wasn't cool if you wasn't smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. But now that narrative has changed to where now you don't see like a billboard for a pack of cools or camels or nothing like that before you would see them everywhere everywhere you did see them everywhere like those two twins that was for the one cigarette pack was that newports or whatever uh i think the twins yeah i think it was like some twins or something i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it was like some twins for newports or whatever it was just like the thing like if you was at a bar and the commercials would always show the person the guy who's sitting there smoking a cigarette all the women wanted them. Or like the, yeah. the the chick that's sitting there with the little c- cigarette holder smoking a cigarette. Oh, she was so seductive long, and sexy. Yeah. yeah, it was like, <laughs> nah, that's not, that's not where it's at. But I mean, I just hope that one day uh, we can all come together to, uh, you know, push a different narrative. I yeah. still want my rap. I still want hip hop. I still want the music, the movies. You know, yeah. I still want, I'm not going to fake, I want my violence in movies. Yeah. I want, you know, because it makes good action movies. It makes, you know, it helps push a point. But at the same time, I want people to be able to separate art from reality. Yeah. You know? Our communities are our communities are so systematically programmed to continue to do um, things the opposite direction than educating each other on our history, on what's important, on sticking together, coming together, building a foundation in our community because like if people don't understand that there's power mm. in numbers, there's power in unity and if our black communities can come back together, how powerful we can be and how much wealth that can spread through our communities, through our families, through the, you know, culture and race and stuff like that, but we still like I said so systematically programmed to and part of it, like you said, has to do with the music and stuff like that. So people can't separate the art and, you know, reality. But, you know, ho- like you said, hopefully um, one day in the future, 
our kids, our kids' kids can start to see the benefits of what's happening now and where we're going because we are moving in the right direction. So hopefully our kids and our kids' kids and our kids' kids, like our great-grandkids, can see what our what we're doing now and it's the, how it's going to benefit them down the line and in the future. Right. And then not only benefit them, but them also taking that opportunity to push a narrative to yeah. keep whatever right. it's keep done. Cause, I mean, our ancestors could have did every, I mean, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. you know, Rosa, the, the Parks. Rosa Parks, the list yeah. goes on and yeah. on and on and on of those who have done things for us in the past to give us a better lifestyle. But at the same time, with our generation, we become complacent and comfortable Mm -hmm. with the new lifestyle, and we don't feel like there's nothing else that we need to fight for. Um, And that's why a lot of things that I see that's happening on a day-to-day basis is still happening. That was happening back then, Um, you know, with shootings and beatings, even in our own communities. And we don't realize that. We we try to make it seem like it was so long ago, but it really wasn't that long ago. No. Like it, we was just starting to come out of segregation when our parents were kids. Right. So that's not that long ago because our parents are not old and they're not, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not in their 80s and 90s and 70s. Like our parents are still, you know, pretty young. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that long ago when we were just starting to come out of segregation and turn the corner into having our own independence and being able to vote and be not, you know, being segregated, eating in the same place, riding on the bus and sitting wherever we want. So we sometimes try to make it seem like, Oh, that was so long ago. And I hate when people say that was so long ago, people just need to get over it, but it wasn't that long ago. Right. 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 Yeah. You know what? I I got mixed feelings with that too, because I'm a person that people, um, (laughs) like it's a real hot button conversation when I talk to people, um, because I am one of those people that's like, Hey, you can get up and grind and get what you want, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not going to look back and, even though I understand that there are certain parameters that are in place that help prevent us from getting as far as the next. Um, I've always been a person that also thought like, hey, if you really, really want it that bad, you'll go get it. Like regardless of whatever standing in your way, you run through that mountain, you'll get to it. Um, But I don't never want people to think that I don't understand like the systemic issues that are in place that are made to keep us at a certain level and try to keep us in that class and in that barrier um because it doesn't matter how far how like whatever you do to try to get to where you want to be there's always going to be something in place that will prevent you from reaching your full potential I mean even down to um salaries for women and men in corporate America you know and that's not black or white that's genderfied you know mm-hmm. so it's just like there's something that's always going to be in place that's going to try to stop you that's going to stop you from reaching where you want to go right right i mean and that's just you know unfortunate um the u.s has a lot of perks but it also has a lot of things that just at the end of the day um need to be corrected, need mm-hmm. to be fixed. Like, the system just has to be completely flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. And 
it's almost like it, it's a good fight to have, but at the same time, whenever it's money tied into anything, stuff, it's damn it's near impossible to yeah. get it to, you know. I mean, even with the justice system and yeah. everything, like Joe Biden hit it on the head, like saying like, hey, I'm about to stop all that private prison mess and all that because yes. it, it's too much of a cash cow. Mm-hmm. Like if I own the prison, all due respect to everybody, but why wouldn't I want it to be filled when I know the government is going to pay me for everybody that's in there? Yeah. Like I, hit every neighborhood, lock them all up. You know, it's like, why wouldn't that person want that? Even though morally speaking, you know, if you look at it like a, at a, at a moral aspect, people are like, Oh, that ain't right. That ain't this, that ain't that. But at the end of the day, no business is right. Yeah. It's always something. The devil's in the details of everything that goes on. Like, there's something inside every company or every business or every institution where you will look at it and be like, Oh, that that's, that's not right. And yeah. I just feel like it's, it's, it's a fight that's going to go on forever until people can stop monetizing off of bullshit basically. And I also think that it would be disrespectful to our ancestors that ancestor, excuse me, that we don't quit and continue to move forward. I was watching um, Obama on the shop with LeBron James and Maverick Carter, and he was explaining this too. It's just like, yeah, although it seems like we're going in a constant circle where we'll take a step forward and then we're pushed 10 steps back. And it's just a constant cycle over and over and over again. But we will be disrespecting our ancestors if we didn't continue to fight for justice and equality um, for our, our race and for our communities because our ancestors, although we were getting pushed 10 steps back, they were getting pushed further back, you right. know what I'm saying? And they were fighting and dealing with a lot, a lot worse, a lot worse issues than what we are today. Right, so. right. Well, I, I'm, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to say that they definitely were dealing with a lot of things that were more in the open as far as how often and how ruthless and how just like blatant they would just come to your house do whatever they wanted yeah. to do, but I mean we still catching, you know, what was the dude that just that they was comparing to Emmett Till not too long ago? Oh yeah, like it, it's mm. it's terrible. So like sad. it's it's almost like you see history repeat itself over and over again. So I mean the main thing that I just want to make sure that um, we promote is one. Uh, you know, stay strong. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't never buckle for nothing. You don't yeah. have to. Uh, to understand that you just as good as the next person. Yeah. Like, so don't never let nobody tell you you know less of because of the way you look, the color of your skin, um, the way your name is spelled or pronounced, Absolutely. any of that. Like, don't, Absolutely. don't never be ashamed to write your long ass name on that application. <laughs> I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and put go in that interview and pronounce it and have them pronounce your name correctly. correctly. Don't let them mispronounce yes, your name, exactly. stupid stuff like that. Exactly. And, and, you know, of course, be respectful, but don't never bite your tongue and, and just don't fold. Like, because yeah. there's a lot of people out here that fold under that pressure and they just fall into victim of the system yeah. consistently. And, or, because of the many times they've been shot down, they just give up and don't push on anymore. They feel that self-lack. And that's why I really felt like this episode was important because we're going to hit on, like I said, that love-starved nation. Yeah. Um, speaking of love-starved nation, 
like, and this is a, a sidebar, but really, <laughs> to be honest, you know, February is Black History Month, but oddly enough, we celebrate it with Valentine's Day. Yes. You yes. know, and it's like one of the biggest superficial holidays. It is. That you can it get really to. It really is. And I, we saying that, but we still celebrate it. Yeah, we celebrate it, but it's not, um, I guess, for, for, for us. We celebrate it. I feel like we celebrate it because it's a national holiday, but it's not something that we're, where we're like, oh, my gosh, it's Valentine's Day, because we celebrate our, our love for our marriage all the time. And because we're married, but before, it was just like, it was always that thing, like, what'd you give me for Valentine's Day? What'd mm. you give me for Valentine's Day? What are we doing? Mm. But now, it's just kind of like, oh, it's Valentine's right, Day. Right, right. You remember, like, somebody yeah. else would say something. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is, like, now that we've hit this point where, you know, it's not a work schedule as far as, like, punching a clock and yeah. things like that, a lot of holidays I don't even remember. Until I, I see it on the news or something, and I'm like, "Oh, today is that day!" Like that's why ain't everybody out in the streets. That's why ain't nobody at work. <laughs> like, so it's crazy because I just feel like Valentine's Day is one of those days that's pumped up. And don't get me wrong, like if you got somebody out there that you love, or somebody that love you, and you just want to show them some love or show them some support or whatever it may be, man, do that shit. Yeah, like don't don't stop. Don't. Don't, you know. don't wait for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, for sure. Don't wait till Valentine's Day. But it's a lot of women out here that Who want, want that Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day shit. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of whatever the situation may be, including, that's, this is the big one. <laughs> it, it's a lot of people out here who want that Valentine's Day love. And it's including those side pieces. <laughs> those, those, those side pieces, they... They they want it. Pure sideism. They 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 want it. So yeah. this is the thing that that's 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 really crazy about it is because Valentine's Day is a day that everybody celebrates, but now in today's day and age, it's more so of a holiday for side pieces. Yeah. They they taking over. Yeah. And and that goes for men and women. Yeah, both. for sure. That's why I said side um, pieces. Yeah. It it goes for because a lot of people went they a lot of people only think about the women when you say side pieces. They don't think men are side pieces too. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's more geared towards I wouldn't say more geared towards, Shit. but nah, Maybe Shit. the day after Valentine's Day. That's the holiday, though. That's the real music. national holiday is the day after. No, it's not. For everybody else, it is. <laughs> they don't look at you. You're like, no, it's not. What? Well, you, said, want what you, your, look, you, you want bet, your don't credit. Don't you walk in here without look, no flowers. See, you want your credit, but it's a lot of chicks you that's like. You want your credit. You want your, your, your Valentine's Day. See what I mean? But for real, to be honest with you, though, it's a lot of people out here who really just don't care about. other people who have in relationships. No. Like, they don't no. care at all. They don't the, care. I think that if you're dating, like, in the dating scene, if you're dating and you're dating multiple people, it's like that person has a main person and then they are dating other people. Like, and and sometimes, like you said, a lot of people don't care because a lot of people don't want the responsibility of being 
in a relationship. This is before being engaged and being married. Just the fact of being in a relationship, like, I don't want you checking up on me, calling me, seeing what I'm doing. I don't want to have to be, you know, figuring out like, well, dang, he wanted to go on a date, but I wanted to kick it with my girls. and Like, they don't want to be called and stuff like that all the time. So a lot of people are, a lot of people, side pieces are happy with where they are. <laughs> because the thing is, is at the end of the day, they just like to just be able to move around. Exactly. That freedom of just not, but see, this is the thing. That's, this is where it gets mixed up at though. A lot of the side pieces that's going on, like I know dudes who side pieces. Mm. And they proud side pieces. Mm-hmm. They don't care. But then they be having the nerve to be catching feelings. Oh, no. You can't. That, that don't, mm, they don't go together. <laughs> you, you, you can't be out here catching feelings and you a side piece and you playing like a HOH. What's a HOH? Oh, you know what a HOH is. <laughs> I know, but I want you to say it. And you then know what a HOH bomb. is. You know, no, it ain't even an HOH. <laughs> Can we give it an HOH? <laughs> oh, my no, God. No, we're going to call it an HWH. HWH. We're going to call it a hoe with a heart. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be a hoe and have a heart. <laughs> That's the problem. got to be heartless. It's that. A lot of them out here playing crazy, <laughs> acting like they don't care. I like that, yeah. On they city girl slash city boy Ooh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Out here acting like JT Living and double lives. On social media, talking about, fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch. But then, like, I've been trying to call you. Why you ain't answering? Why you ain't answering? Oh, it's Valentine's Day, so I can't see you today. I'm about to see you. What the... Come on now. Nah. We I can't be out you. here. Look, see, but see, that's that's that thing that I'm saying. Like our our, <laughs> our culture our is culture so crazy. Is like you see chicks that's really and dudes that's really out here like putting on, like putting on. Like I know dudes who like literally like and shout out to, you know, whatever they got going on, but I'm going to expose y'all. I know dudes who will take money from their baby mama or their girl or whoever and go spend it on the side chick mm. and vice versa. That is crazy. And vice versa. You'll see a chick driving around in her dude's car and come pick one of my dudes up in it and be riding around. Jesus. Like it ain't nothing. Where they do that at? Man, listen. Where they do that at? Where they do that in at? In Cleveland. <laughs> oh my in, God. in every other city. Like, they, they, it don't make them no the difference. The dating scene is treacherous. Oh, man. It's trench it's warfare. treacherous. Man, what? The, the, the dating scene. But you know what? The dating scene has been... I think the dating scene for people has been trash since yeah. social media exploded to what it was. That's true. That is so true. Because a lot of my girlfriends who are single, um, they'll call me... And they'll talk about their situations and ask for advice. And I'm over here saying, like, oh, my God, why do y'all go through that? Like, it blow how? Your brain. It's mind-blowing. It'll blow it's your It's mind-blowing. And I'm just like, oh, no. I mean, we have our, like, marital issues, but I would never want to ever. <laughs> see, the thing is, is it's so crazy because it's it, they put so much into it. And that's just because everything that's 
out here that's pushed. Like, you got to think, if you turn on the radio right now, oh, everything mm-hmm. you going to hear is about, it's the standard that's created. And on social media, it's mm-hmm. the standard that's created that makes everybody feel like whatever they have is inadequate. Yes, that's Like, so it don't true. matter what car, it, it, you know, you could be riding in your car and you got a nice car and you rolling and you clean and yeah. you feeling yourself and then a car pull up next to you and you be looking like, Dang, I can't wait till I get out this car note. I want that. Like yeah. you we have an insatiable, insatiable appetite. Mm-hmm. And this instant gratification thing that everybody wants. So it's like you see it in a video, and then when you see it in that video, you want it. You want to do it. You want to go there. You want to yeah. try it. You want to buy it. And it's just like, calm, slow down. Like, take a minute. Let's 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 look around. Let's take right. in some air of what's going around on like, around this us. Even a smart decision, yeah. like because yeah. people people that's the thing. Like some chicks to see, some chicks to see. Like okay, for example, now, I don't know what they got going on, but based off of what's in the media, you got like little baby and his girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like everybody always in their business. Always, and everybody quick to throw him under the bus or speak on him. Or throw his girl under the bus and yes. speak on her for what she putting up with and, yes. you know, what they wouldn't put up with and all of this. But they be going through the same scenarios at home. And that's the crazy part because it's just, it's just like a majority of the people that comment on these celebrities' lives is just like, a lot of women or men have stayed in situations worse than what is being told to, you know, public in the media about someone's relationship. Just like, so how dare you say she's stupid, she's dumb for staying with him? Oh, she's only there for the money. Granted, money has, you know, pro- probably does have a lot to do with it. Oh, for if sure. You, you know, because she's living a comfortable lifestyle. But then, like, when she had taken the picture, she's like, I'd rather cry in a Rolls Royce. I mean, hell, who wouldn't? Oh, right. right. <laughs> like, so, the fact, I, so. anybody would rather cry in a Rolls Royce. That joint probably than come a, equipped with Rolls Royce tissue. Than an 86 Honda or. <laughs> all type of shit. But see, the Honda thing is, though, is. <laughs> it's crazy because people will say stuff like that and people, you know, and I feel it though. It's like, you know, whatever. If you're going to feel pain, at the end of the day, money don't buy happiness, but Mm-mm. it, it sure can make you happy at mm-hmm. the moment. It won't buy happiness, but it can make you feel good. So at the end of the day, like, mm-hmm. you, you, people be quick to speak on their situation and speak on what they got going on. And only thing I'm going to say is, is it's crazy because all the females, well, I ain't going to say all the females because I don't know. But a lot of those females that was talking crazy about whatever um, they got going on, I'm going to get a shout-out to them. Because you want to know why? Shout-out to all the females that talk crazy on her but slid in his DMs later on that day. Now, you know, his he probably can't even read his DMs. Mm. It's probably so packed he don't have time. Mm. To look at it. Then be the ones. Man, what? You, the, 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 the one. I seen a, a, a post. It was like a girl uh, say something about how cute you are. And then later on that day, a uh, follow your dude. Ooh, you know what wee. I'm saying? Like, it's dudes that's like that too. Yes, like, it it's is. It's treacherous out it here. It is. Treacherous it is. out here. And they don't care. It is. Like, people just out here moving ruthless. And I feel like COVID helped 
push that to a level of. Well, wait, before you get on that, though, because I was going to make a point about the city girls and Megan Thee Stallion, because they have a lot that they have a lot of these women out here wanting to be live the lifestyle that they rap. But they're boo loving. I mean, they, you know, young Miami, she's in her relationship with that producer guy. Megan Thee Stallion's been in relationships Hell, we not even going to get on the her and the Tory Lane situation. Oh, yeah, that's you crazy. know, crazy. Uh, JT, she's been in her relationships. Mm. So it's like they all boo-loving, but, but this goes back to what I said earlier. People rap about what sells. Mm. So they know that they're going to get streamings from people streaming their music and rap about because girls like, oh, yeah, I want to live that lifestyle. But they laid up what they do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Getting pregnant. For sure. Trying to get engaged, mm -hmm. be married. So mm -hmm. it's just like, mm-mm. But see, that's back they to, like I said, they, they, it's, it's just that aspect of rap or music or movies. It's like they just selling something for entertainment. Yes. But people just cannot separate entertainment from reality. They mm -hmm. just really will sit there and suck that up and feel like this is real. Like, no. Like, yeah. you, if you listen to an old NWA album, they all got about 100 bodies of people they didn't kill. Yeah. Everybody would be in jail for the next 12 decades. It's impossible. <laughs> like, it, it, it don't happen that way, and it didn't happen that way. But it's entertaining to yeah. rap about it like it did. And then these females, some of them may have did some of the stuff that they talking about. You know, with the whole, you know, get money out of dudes and whatever, whatever, yeah, I'm, you know. I'm sure. I mean, a lot of them came out and actually admitted yeah, that they did it. So sure. I think a lot, I think a lot of women, just going back to little baby and his girlfriend, I think a lot of women were upset with her because she was one of the girls uh, on social, she was one of the ones on social media portraying this city girl image. But, you know, she, again, she was boo loving. So when this situation came out, they're like, uh-uh, why would you stay with him? And da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I could just read the comments. But you know what's crazy, though? It may not be a fake. She may really be out here living like a city girl. That's why she's she like, I don't care what this nigga do. Yeah, she may. So who knows, though? I don't know. She's hurt. I mean, any woman, see, that's the thing. Any woman, any man. Any, that's the thing. Man, people be thinking, like, dudes put on this act. Oh, don't. Come on, they man. Do. I, no, I'm, I'm, I didn't disagree with you. Dudes I did not on, disagree yeah, with right, you. Yeah, right, right. What I'm saying is dudes put on this act like they Teflon Don. Mm -hmm. They could take a thousand shots. Man, listen here. You'll get that phone call and your boy be hooping and hollering on the phone. You'll think his mama died. You're like, what happened? What's going on? And it'd be because he didn't. Me. I done went through her phone. She and I done come, like, man, dudes <laughs> is just as, as vulnerable. But you know what? I think it just takes a lot to get people to finally buckle down and really know what they want like yeah. once somebody really sees what they want and understand what they want then that allows them to start to move in that direction and mold themselves to because the thing is is you never want to mold yourself in the appearance of what somebody else wants absolutely but you always want to mold yourself in a way where it's like i'm giving this because i this is what i would expect back you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is, like, you can never move according to what you feel like you should get. But if you like, hey, I'm giving it all up right here. I'm, I'm being all the way 100. Because you want that. 
So if it's like, hey, it don't work out, only thing you can say is, I put all 100 of me into it. Right, yeah. You know, like, so I can't blame myself for that not working because I gave it all. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whatever it is, it could be, you know, your music, your relationship, your job, your career, like, your yeah. children, whatever. You know, if you put it all of you into it, that's just what it is. And speaking of that, just with the 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 notion of giving it all up into those relationships and stuff, uh, we gave the opportunity for some of uh, the Million Dollar Dose family, our extended family, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, just send us some comments about some stuff that, or topics yeah, that uh, they wanted to hear, questions that they wanted to ask, or, you know, just points that, you know, were some things that, that were on their minds at that point. And I just wanted to take a time to, as I said before, exactly. our nation right now is at this point where they need, they want that attention. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to let some people let their voice be heard on this platform. Um, And I I think one of your people hit up with a a good one. Yes. Um, My good friend Paige, she sent a message and she said, can you all talk about being submissive? I want to ask your husband, at what point did he feel you submitted to him? (laughs) I was hesitant about even telling you. (laughs) No, seriously. And then I want to know, what did he do to make you submit to him? So I'll let you answer that first part and then. Let me answer the first part. Piggyback on the second. On when you became submissive or what? Well, you know, I'll answer with. At what point did you feel I submitted to you? That's a hard one. That's a hard one because my wife is stubborn, <laughs> stubborn. Oh. It's it's a great quality when it comes down to really digging in and getting something done because she can push me beyond anybody that I know that can push me. Outside of like my mama, you know, shout out to you, my dukes. You know, you can always get up under my skin and light a fire <laughs> under my ass. Um, yeah. But outside of that, like, she can push me in a way that it's psychological warfare. Hmm. It's not even like, you know, it's it's that thing where it's like, you sit there and you like, did I disappoint her today? Did I not put my best foot forward? Did I not put all into it? Did I not um, shine the way I was supposed to shine for my family unit? Like, it's it's that kind of thing where it'll make you think. Now, as far as, submission um that's a hard one because my wife is like i said she's stubborn it's it's things that i know that she you can tell she will give way on like she'll kind of let the ropes go a little bit to be like oh you know well we talked about this but usually when those conversations happen like (laughs) oh we talked about it like we'll have a full conversation of what we're gonna do and then the next day she'll do something opposite and I'd be like, well, that's not what we came up with. Well, he know. So the submission part is a little um, difficult. Well, let me help you out a little bit because a lot of people. I thought that was my answer. No, it is your answer. But let me just say a lot of people think submission is do what your husband says. He, whatever he says goes. Like a lot of people think that's submission. There is ways that you can submit to your husband without 
him having to say, I want you to do this or I need you to do this and stuff like that. Like for me, like for us, for instance, um, if we're out in public and, you know, we're in a situation where you're, you know, communicating with somebody and it gets a little crazy or it's, you know, not crazy, but you're communicating with somebody and as a wife, I, I know my role and okay, I'm not even going to involve myself in that situation. I'm going to step back. Or if I'm getting into some, a situation like when they had the, we had parked our car, my car in front of our garage and somebody had called to have it towed. It was craziness. Right. And I went outside, my husband went outside and he's going off on the tow people. And I come outside, rah, 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 Matt. And my husband's like, I got this Go in the house. And in that moment, even though I was so upset and I wanted to get my point across, I submitted to him saying, I got this, go in the house. So there's different ways that you can submit to your husband without it having to be, I tell you what to say, you do what I say, and I'm the head of this house, what I say goes. And that also comes with learning your partner and, and doing what's best for your marriage. For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, those are definitely, definitely good points. Um, as far as like what submission is, or what your definition of submission is, or different forms of submission. There are different forms. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's always different forms of um submission, but like I said, in in those situations, yeah, it it has been times where, um, it's a situation going on or something, and it's like, hey, you know chill out or go sit in the car or go back in the house or whatever, whatever. I got this or just be quiet. Um, and it's not like in the bossy manner yeah. or nothing. It's just that sometimes, <laughs> sometimes like something could be happening and it'll be happening fast. And my wife lives in the moment of what's happening. And she's not even looking at the full picture of what possibly could be about to happen. And it could be something going in our way. And she may not see it going in our way. And a star speaking, I'd be like, chill out. Yeah. I, I got this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me do what I'm doing. And, you know, it's been times we didn't been in the store or something. And, like, somebody that gave us a price or something. Then I say a different price. And in the past, she's be like, no, no, no. He said, and I'd be looking like, well, why would you? We just got a better price. Why would you? You know? So it's, like, stuff like that. Now, as far as, like, submission, as far as, like in the household, things like that. It's difficult in this day and age to really get a full definition of submission or how you feel submission is because we two alpha egos at the end of the day. So I feel like with a lot of our stuff, that's why we bump heads too because Mm -hmm. we both going to go out and get it done. And we both want to show that our way works. So a lot of things is in this day and age, you with millennials, you have women who just strive for greatness and they push for greatness and they achieve greatness. So you can't really have that old school stereotype of like you stay at the house. Yeah, Yeah. because back then, a lot of the uh, a lot of uh, submissive women were housewives. Yeah. They, the the husband will go out and work, bring in the check. The wife stay at home, take care of the kids, clean the house, cook, all of that. So, but now, 
we're in the day and age where women like myself are getting up, going to work. Mm -hmm. Same as a guy. Mm -hmm. We both working full time jobs. Mm -hmm. We both running businesses. We both got to take care of the kids. Mm -hmm. So it it leaves no room for that submissive part. Mm -hmm. But I think as as we continue to grow in marriage, I recognize points within our marriage where I allow you to take lead, you know what I'm saying? And say, okay, I need to step back. But in the beginning, it was difficult because like you said, being a woman who is so goal driven, I was afraid that, Oh my gosh, if I let him take lead on this, where are we going to end up and all types of stuff. So I always wanted to be in control of the situation. So giving up that control was my form of submission a little bit. And and you know what? I think, and with you, sometimes it's not even really as much as being um, goal-oriented. It definitely is. Like, you very, very goal-oriented, but you are also particular as far as controlling Mm -hmm. situations. So, like, if a situation is out of your control where you can't get it or manipulate it the way that you want it to, it will drive you crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, to the point where, like, your mood changes, your conversation changes, you'll go somewhere off to yourself. If you can't get something to, to work out exactly the way that you want it to at that moment then it just bugs the shit out of you. Like, if you want to, like, the other day when we was doing the, uh, we was on the computer, and it wasn't going through, I'm just like, okay, we'll just call tomorrow. We'll figure out maybe the system is just, and she literally just sat there and kept doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until she figured it out because it drives her nuts because she's like, I want to do this right now, and nothing's going to stop me from doing this right now. So, in this day and age, like, you can't really, because, and then another thing is, is when you have two people that's out handling business and pushing what they got to push to feed their family and trying to conquer the world on the outside, it's hard to, when you come in, to take that shield and that sword and lay it down. Sometimes you walk straight into your bedroom with it. Yeah. Like, you still ready for war like you was outside the house. Like, sometimes you don't even realize you still got that savage hat on at that moment until, you know, finally you, it, it takes that mental thought that's like, oh, I'm tripping. Like, wow, I don't even know why this bothered me or why I'm upset about this or why, you know, sometimes we don't even realize, like, but before I decided to walk away from my position and stuff like that, even before that, like, she's the type that, I told, we told her like, Hey, you know, I'm gonna work. You could be at home with the kids, but she had a business as well that she was trying to grow. So my thoughts were, Hey, I'm gonna be grinding out at the job. I'm working 16, 20 hour days every day of the week. Almost. I'm not seeing them, nobody. I'm just full pedal to the metal. And I'm thinking she's at home, just being a stay at home mom with the kids. This and the third, but she at, at home, just putting tires straight to the road every single day, working. like working, grinding, calling the yeah, boys to the office. <laughs> exactly. Like, and, and that's just the way it is. So it just makes it, you know, and then what I had to realize too, was you get into this sense of, um, dominance as a male where you had these ego moments, like where sometimes your ego will eat you alive where it's like, why she not just, 
riding with what I said or why she just like, if this going to crash and burn and we going to crash and burn together, but we going to do it this way. And I think a lot of that had to do with too, because of, um, number one, my background growing up where I grew up at a lot of stuff that we ran into a lot of stuff that we did. Like it wasn't really a lot of, uh, talking things out and stuff. Like it was either we going to have words about it. Now, after we didn't have words, if these words continue, I'm not gonna keep talking. We we gonna fight, or what? Like, so it puts you in that mind state you of that. When you was, uh, yo, who you talking about? Me and you? No, oh, I said I growing say, up. Oh, what? I was gonna say what? Yeah, you're not listening. <laughs> you, I, no, Pay I'm attention. listening. Pay attention. I, you kind of took me to the left with that. I no, like, I said growing up where I, I grew up fight. at. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. But like, that's just the 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 aspect of why. I feel like a lot of times with men, me particularly, uh, the ego and the the dominance factor, and then especially when I started working like in corrections and stuff, like yeah. you couldn't. It was no time for nonsense. Like if it was gonna go, it was gonna go. When when something was happening and you had to go in there and and, and alleviate a situation or or get on the flow to break up a fight or somebody in swung like all type of crazy stuff going on like you you got you don't have time to sit back and be like well let's talk this out why mm-hmm. what's going on stop punching him why you know it's just straight 100 miles an hour so a lot of times i felt like she would come home with her ceo boss hat on and i would come home with my ceo boss hat on like you know so it was just like okay, I'm going to come home and after so long, it's like, hey, why I got to keep asking this or why it's not this or why it's not that? And then you would be like talking as if you talking to an employee sometimes. And I used to be like, who in the hell? <laughs> like, you better go somewhere with that shit. Like, you better take that back up to the office. Like, we ain't, but, but we just learned how to. I was just going to say, it's learning how navigate to navigate. Or, and then learning how to turn every that on and off. Where you can't always be the CEO. You can't always be, you know, the boss. Both of us can't be boss at the same time. Right. You know, you have to learn um, each other as you grow. Mm. And, I, I mean, the one thing that I took, because when we were growing up, we didn't have a lot of um, married people to look up to when we were younger. So our marriage is really just figuring it out on a whim right. and figuring out what works for us. So you all, I mean, I would just, if I had to give advice to anybody, it's just figuring out what works for your marriage. Right. You cannot duplicate your marriage based off of what you see on TV, mm-hmm. what you see on the movies. Cause everybody wanted to be, uh, Dr. Huxtable and Claire Huxtable. Oh yeah. What happened? What a bunch of kids. <sighs> that ain't happening. Uh, yeah. So you have to do what works for you. And I think for me is knowing like a lot of the moments where I know about being submissive is when we going out. Oh, I'm just like, mm wherever my husband lead me, that's where we going. Mm-hmm. You know, he's my protector. I'm not about to veer too far away from him or, you know what I'm saying? Where he's in orange so he can see me. Like I'm always just following his lead because, you always, you know, that protection and that security, like just having that security is so important to me. So. And then, you know, something that's crazy that uh, <laughs> your uncle told me one time and it made so much sense. And he just was like, well, you know, at the end of the day, you can't have two gangsters in the house. <laughs> and I was like, 
Damn. That's like it makes so much sense. Like you can't have two gangsters in the house at the same time. Like two people can't be Don Corleone in the same territory at the same time. It's gonna be times where you're gonna be boss dog, it's gonna be time where I'm gonna be boss dog. It just is that leveling out process. Um, so I hope that helps at least with understanding, you know, understanding where to become submissive and when to become submissive. And it's really not like a a, a thing you can tell. It's just knowing your relationship, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Knowing each other and knowing when to take a step back and when, or when to leave, because there are moments where it, it may seem like, um, He's taking the lead on something, but it's just based off of a conversation that we had. And it's like, okay, I think you should do this. And he'll be like, okay, cool. Or vice versa. Where it's like, I think you should do this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, he came up with that or she came up. Like, no, it's just, it's just knowing your relationship and knowing your partner. Cause I mean, I I can't, I don't know. I feel like I can't say every moment where I've been submissive, but it's just knowing those moments. Right. Right. It's like, okay, this is my husband. I trust him. I believe in him. Even though we've had some issues in the past, I'm like, oh my God, he is. Right. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but even though after that, it was just still one of them things where it's just like, he still has our family, our best interests, our marriage, everything at heart. And I don't, you know, I don't even feel comfortable moving anyway without me. And that was going to be my next point. I think in what works in our marriage is, you allow me to still move to pursue everything that I want to pursue. Oh yeah, for instead sure. of putting, trying to put me in a box. A lot of, a lot of um, marriages, I think, they spouses try to put each other in boxes. Mm. And I, I, I admire the fact that you still allow me to be me, move the way I move, handle the business that I handle, and still come home and still be your wife the mother of your kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's, that's a big thing too, though. But at the end of the day, though, we still men, you know, so, you know, shout out to all my fellas. Cause <laughs> you know, we still going to be men. We still want to beat our chest at the end of the day. We ain't, we ain't too difficult. Well, I can't say all of us, but majority of us ain't too difficult. Well, I'm to definitely submissive around. in the bedroom. So yeah, I mean, that. <laughs> shout out to that for sure. <laughs> Shout out to all the dudes that want an ego trip, too. I don't take it. <laughs> I'm going to break the bomb button. <laughs> even when you won't, even when I want to, you're like, ah. Uh-uh. Yeah. We can't have that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't have that. We can, but we can't have that. We Every can't now have and that. then. For sprinkling sure. in her a little yeah, bit. For sure. like, nah. but, but you know what, though? A part of that also leads into... um just understanding like if you like when you decide to be submissive to that other person you also got to understand that what they have to understand as much as you understand it it comes with Mm non-negotiables like certain things where it's like okay i i will you know be submissive in this and and do this and do that and follow in accordance to this is the way that this is supposed to be done but Ain't gonna be none of this shit, and ain't gonna be none of that shit. Like that's that's the main thing. Like right. you you got to always understand that it's gonna come with non-negotiables. 
So if she if she's setting up uh, a sense of just finding herself out as far as being submissive and knowing when to be submissive, stand strong in your non-negotiables, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, stand strong in those those boundaries that you make where you like, hell no, I'm not going for that shit. Stand strong in that, regardless mm-hmm. of how submissive you want to be to your, your husband or your wife. If it's something that you like... Not a day in hell am I gonna let that happen. Absolutely. Stand strong in that shit. Absolutely. That I think that's the main thing too with a lot of people. They don't they don't set those boundaries with non negotiables. No, I mean you have to. It, it's important. I know when um before we got married and when we were dating, I didn't even I didn't let up, you know, and mm. a lot of the my non negotiables as far as like being honest mm. and mm. um open communication, like excuse me those were important to me like i don't care how hard it is to talk about i want you to be honest about everything yeah for sure sure. um so yeah non-negotiables that's a that's really a a good one because that's that's important yeah but to see the thing is is honesty should be a non-negotiable around the board for everybody a lot of people can't be honest. Like I just don't like honesty is just like the key to because at the end of the day, it's like why bullshit around and give some weird ass answer or some weird situation that ain't really happened that you gonna forget later when they ask you and then you like oh shit I forgot I didn't told like just be one hundred. The thing is, is like a lot of times like. In situations, even like in the dating scene, for a lot of people and dudes, like I'm, I'm gonna speak directly to y'all, because what I realized, like just looking at social media and all the stuff that's going on, or, or world star hip hop and all of that, like the stuff you hear females saying, all that they're looking for the same shit you're looking for, mm. like the same shit, but you come in the game playing crazy, like oh no, I want a relationship. I want to find out more about you. I want this. I want that. And you really just want, want some ass. Exactly. And that's what just they can't be that. honest about it. Just, if you want hunting and you come out and just say that, you may just get some ass with and no strings attached. And you happy life. Because then now you don't have to feel like, man, do I, I don't feel like laying up with her. I got to go over here and play here. house. Yeah. Her kids running around and shit. I got to play all these. I got to buy a hundred chicken nuggets for Lil Ray Ray and them. <laughs> no, it's like, you ain't got to do none of that. Just keep it 100, man. Just just all the way 1,000, man. Like, if you just keep it that way, some things you may miss out on because honesty may just be like, okay, that ain't what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But at least you know, though. Yeah, you have to be able to stand in, in what you want and – um. Being, you know, as a non-negotiable. So it's just like you got to, what what you want and don't veer from that. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. It's like if this is what I want or this is how I want it to be, you're going to have to stand in that because you can't, if you can't stand in it, you can't expect the person that you, you know, giving expectations to. And that's, that's the major thing is the honesty with self. Because some people so messed up in it, like, they don't even know they self. And mm-hmm. this was what's crazy about that. People be so twisted. Man, shout out to the people that don't know they self <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers way too old. I mean, I understand you learning yourself every single day, but have a foundation on who the fuck you are. A lot of people don't know themselves. Like, like no to an extent. Yeah, like no to an extent. Like, I still can surprise myself with some shit I do. Yeah. Just like the next person, but at least have a foundation of like 
knowing who you are to an extent because it gets you through those hard times so much better because you're not weak. Yeah. Like, if if you going to fold, like, if you folding to yourself, like, if you can't be honest to yourself, how you going to be honest to the outside world? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's impossible. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's so crazy. Like, people that's not honest to themselves fall victim to where they create these individuals that they're not where they get lost in themselves. They get lost, yes. It's they, like they're professional and actors. And they can't even recognize the person that they're looking at in the mirror. And they never come out of it. Nope. I know, I know people, I, man. Who was the one actor um, that... Oh, that killed himself? Yeah. Uh, the I, Heath Ledger? Um, yeah. Yeah. I almost said Christian Bale. <laughs> Heath Ledger. Yeah. Situations like that. I feel like once he played that Joker role, he went into a deep, deep spiral depression, just mm-hmm. playing that role of that depressed individual and got lost in it. Mm-hmm. Now, I could be wrong. Um, you know, it, it's real, too. Mental health is serious. Like, I got a, a close, close friend that, um, you know, took his own life mm-hmm. probably like three, four months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's a person that you would never, never expect it from. You know, so it's just like, as I said before, just knowing yourself because the outside, us on the outside just looked at him as an individual that was so strong and so stubborn and such a go-getter. I mean, my man was 100 grand, like, pushing. He showed us stuff that we ain't never, ever, ever would think about doing or knowing how to do. Like, you know, he was just like one of the pioneers to do a lot of stuff when we was younger, just seeing him do it. Um, And to get that news is just like, oh, no, it's no way in hell. Like, it's no way that's happening. It's no way that just happened. Like Check on your strong friends. Yeah, for sure. Check on all your friends. Like, because at the end of the day, you never know what an individual is going through. Mm-hmm. And you never know how honest and open they being with everybody as far as what they struggle may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so just just with the honesty thing, like, you, you got to keep it 100. Got if you're to. going through something you just say you're going through something. If you if you got a situation where you just not comfortable with the person that you're dealing with, just say it. It may be something that they was doing trying to conform to something that they thought you liked. And they're like, good, you don't like that? Great. I've been trying to do that shit because I thought you liked I ain't want to do that shit no way. Yeah, and that's never going to last. No. It's not going to. Like, it'll be cool in the beginning, but you gonna get people get tired of that. You can't walk around with that mask on all the time. No, you, you, you just can't. It's impossible to walk around with that mask on. Because um, one of these days, somebody's going to pull it off your face. Yeah. And you're going to get revealed. And when you get revealed, it's going to be crazy for you. Because at that point, if you don't know yourself, it's going to be hard as hell to find yourself yes. in that situation of ridicule. Right. It's going to be terrible. You know? And... and, and <laughs> What's, what what makes it funny about that is, this is what's funny about that. It's a lot of people out here that don't know themselves, but they still trying to change their partners. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> you trying to change somebody else? So up. How you 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 acting like you at Build a Bear? <laughs> You putting somebody together piece by piece stuffing by piece. And stuffing and stuffing and putting pieces together. Like, why do people get in situations, <laughs> men and women, why do we get in situations and somebody reveals who they are, they show you who they are, mm. and 
you think you gonna make them be something different. Mm-mm-mm. Or you conform, you change who you are. Forget about knowing yourself. You change who you are to conform to who they are because you want it to work so bad. Oh man. Like, and you know what? I understand right it's too. some things that you gonna change about yourself. But you I'm talking about the ones you lose your morals, your values. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. Like stuff that you would never put yourself through or say, Oh, I would never do this, I would never do that, or I'll never put myself in that situation. But you do because you're gonna be this person mm-hmm. to make this person happy because Oh, you just want him to be around or, oh, you know, he or she's cool and we vibing right now. Right, right, right. I mean, life is crazy because people like this this podcast right here. The thing that makes it beautiful is that if we fuck up right now, I can go and edit it out (laughs) and change it. So when you see it, you never will know that it was a fuck up. Mm -hmm. You understand? In life, people try to edit other people. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally try to piece the tracks together and make them into what they want them to be. And then it ends up a horrible situation because either one, the person changes some qualities about themselves to do that and they become lost in themselves where they become uh, not envious, but they... they they kind of resentful, resentful. Mm-hmm. exactly. Like they just looking like what, who, like, yeah. like I've seen a lot of situations or stories like where it'd be like a woman and stopped her career or yes. something to, yes. to, you know, be a stay at home mom. And she's sitting at home drunk every day, pissed off. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you lose yourself. Yeah. You lose, you lose yourself. You lose who you are. You lose your, your everyday grind that you had. So just like I know when when we were uh dating when we first started dating I tried to change you <laughs> early on a lot. And then I had to realize I'm like I guess I love him. So I guess <laughs> I <laughs> But see that's the thing. The more and I, more you tried to change me, the more rebellious I came. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then I had to realize like what I loved about you is exactly. what you know what I'm saying? What I was trying to change. Yeah, right. And it's like, and I, I feel like I was only trying to change you because I was moving so fast in my life. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Right, right, right. And right. you was just like, I'm chilling. Like, what, yeah. what's the rush? But and see, I'm that's like, that no, timeline. Come on, come on, that's come that, on. That's that timeline. <laughs> Women have a timeline. Yes. Yes. You know, we no, do. number one, shout out, shout out. To all the crazy women who fall in love with a dude <laughs> for crazy. certain stuff that they like and then want to change the things that they like. Don't, don't call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them. Like Shout me out without calling me crazy. Every, everything that attracted you, you'd be like, all right, I got to get rid of this, 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 I this, this. To. And then you look at something where I'm you're like, like I'm I not doing? even attracted to this motherfucker no more. Like, yeah. what did I like in the first place? Like, but, but. You know what's crazy is like I understand now why it was such a rush for everything because women have timelines. Yes, like they they like men. We just kind of be like, okay, like why are we rushing to get married? Why are we rushing to have kids? Why are we why are we why are we? And then it's just one day as you sit down and you think about it, and you like, oh, 
Like, I see why a woman would be like, I ain't have no kids at 40. Hmm. I ain't getting married at 40. Mm-mm. I ain't I ain't about to be sitting up there trying to take care of no one-year-old Mm-mm. and I'm 45 years old. Absolutely it's women who not. do it, though. Yeah. And shout out to them women who do it, for who, sure. Who, who's fit, who turn 50 and get pregnant. Oh, have, yeah. I mean, Janet Jackson. She was um, 50? She was 50. Bridget, what's that girl? Bridget Nelson, wasn't Bridget Nelson? The one that was on the Flavor Flav. Janet Jackson was 50 when she had the baby? Janet Jackson was 50 when she had her baby. Shout out to the Jackson jeans, man. (laughs) They got a whole nother breed of blood going on over there. They they breeding champions. They a special kind of creature. Man, listen, 50 (laughs) years. But you know what, though? It be stories where you see stuff with women like overseas in India and shit, having a baby at 70. Yes, twins. Twins. Come on now. Shout out for being 70 years old, still getting that irky jerky in. <laughs> like, <laughs> on menopause. And you still like, busting it down. <laughs> like, not playing no games. Bust it. Bust 70 it. years Bust old. It. Bust That's crazy. Hey. But see, I understand, though, because mm-hmm. women, women literally have a timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, women have a timeline that they, and then it's also influenced and not in a negative manner that I'm going to say this, but it's also influenced around around outside forces too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, with some women, if they're at a certain point and they're like, well, I'm here in my career, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that in my community, I don't have no kids, and, and everybody around me getting married, what is going on? Oh, that pressure will fall on your dude real quick. Because mm-hmm. you'll be looking like, hey, we... You you done playing house? I have friends like that, and I'll tell them just before they even try to pressure they do, and I'll just blatantly tell them, like, you're not ready for this life. Oh, man. You're not ready to be a wife. You're not ready to be a mom. Like, because it's not just no, oh, I have a kid, and... We take pictures and mm-hmm. we dress them up mm-hmm. and mommy and me, daddy you and me. You want to do that outfit. shit, you better go get a dog. Hello? Because look Even here. with the dog, though, it's nah. like you still got to take care. So it's just like, no, you're not ready for this type of lifestyle. It's, you're not it's, ready. It's, it's crazy because at the end of the day, marriage and kids and all of that is such a life changer because it, it literally turns your world upside down like before marriage i seen myself change mm-hmm. like one from marriage getting married you know and then going from marriage into like well i was fatherhood like yeah, so marriage. yeah like so it's like you you it's certain things that we don't even understand that biologically automatically change in us mm-hmm. that like, it can change the way you view somebody else as well yes. in marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, when that mom instinct kicks in and it's like, okay, I'm a mom and you become super mama bear mode, mm-hmm. you'll start to look at your husband or your wife in some scenarios. Or family members. I yeah. think I wanted to growl. If members. I could growl, I would growl at everybody. Like, like yeah. It, it's like, get you, my baby. Exactly. And you, you, it's just natural. Like, <laughs> biologically, it just changes in you. Yeah. Like, with me, like, I feel like me, I became more docile than I was ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it just something switched in me to where biologically, I had to inherit more patience. Yeah. 
like I had to inherit not being as rough or aggressive or, you know, to be more understanding because <sighs> pregnancy. Oh, man. And I wasn't no quiet. Oh, cute, man. Pregnant woman. I was nappy, moody, <sighs> hungry. <laughs> I'm going to drop every Angry. bomb we got, man. Drop, give me four bombs. <laughs> Angry. I don't even think it'll give you four. <laughs> and shout out to the people who still make it work through those absolutely, scenarios. Though. Absolutely. Because it's you did it crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, you start to be with somebody and y'all look at each other. And for moments, y'all be like, who are you and why are you here? <laughs> That's so true. Like, why? That's true. Like, it can go at the blink of an eye. You could come in and you could be the most loved person in the world. You done came in with, uh, what was yours? Grits with extra butter and mm. salt and all this extra. And she's sugar. sitting there full of sugar. Salt. Oh, yeah, yeah, sugar. Butter and sugar. Yeah. And let's just sidebar. Sugar go on grits. Don't nobody put cheese and salt <laughs> I mean, pepper. salt go in there too, but no, we'll give you sugar with your sugar country ass. <laughs> you know that debate; it's been a a long debate, but sugar on grits. But like, <laughs> it's crazy because like you'll come in and they'll love you. Like, oh my god, you just surprised me with grits, and I wanted yeah. these. And she'll eat them and go straight to sleep and wake up and try to rip your head off I'm because hungry. why you give me no food? You left your socks in the bathroom on the floor. Or yeah. something, and it's just like, what? So it's just like. Or I'm just sitting there, can't breathe, feeling fat, mm. and looking at you just with your feet propped up on the couch. Mm. Right. Skinny. Mm. <laughs> I was fat as fuck when you were pregnant. Yeah, no, the first time you were. Yeah, I was fat as I fuck. Was, that's the thing. <laughs> I was skinny. I didn't gain a, like a lick of weight that much in my first pregnancy. I was fat as fuck. You got all the weight. Yeah. But it's just like I can't breathe. I feel so heavy, and you just moving so freely. Yeah. So freely. We'd be walking through the mall or something. I used to be like, bring your big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I used to be like, nah, I walk slow. <laughs> but the pace that we was moving at when you was pregnant. <laughs> the waddle. <laughs> I was always in pain. Yeah, for sure. Because I've never carried that much weight. Yeah. It was just, it was a lot. Man, shout out to them women carry babies. Especially them ones that had twins and, and, and triplets and quadruplets and yeah. all that crazy shit. Yeah. Man, y'all y'all the real champions. Y'all the MVPs for that, though. <laughs> y'all the real MVPs, Any woman man. who's carried a child is an MVP. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most Regardless definitely. of the outcome, you are a real MVP. Most definitely. Because at the end of the day, I don't care who you is. You could be Mike Tyson, toughest motherfucker on the planet. I can't think of nobody else who was, you know, the Rambo, mm -hmm. the whatever fictional character. Ain't no nigga carrying no baby. <laughs> no. Or going through labor. No. That that shit ain't happening. <laughs> it, no. I, I get gas and I be thinking I'm about to die. <laughs> My stomach be hurting so bad. I'd be on the floor been... praying and shit. Oh, can you rub my skin? <laughs> oh, my God. My stomach hurts so bad. My and stomach be like... killing me. My stomach be killing me, Oh, my man. God. And I'm here. I'm like, <laughs> you feel better yet? You feel better yet? <laughs> but shout out to all the women that, that make that Gotta happen. Gotta play man. nurse. 
oh, and yeah. doctor. And they do. And don't nothing be wrong with the men. Hit that bomb. But see, you know what? <laughs> I give you a bomb for that. I give you a bomb for that. But you know what's crazy though? I feel like a lot of that comes from just I feel like men are babied and um the growing up years. Yeah. Childhood. Mama's gonna baby the shit out them boys. Yes, that's true. Like baby the shit out them boys. They gonna they make more warriors out of the, out of women, especially black women. They make warriors yeah. out of them young. Yeah. Like, y'all come out certified gladiators. Yeah. Ready for the world. Yep. And we be at home living our best damn life. Like, when I was in high school and stuff, like, yeah, like, when I was in high school, it was just like, oh, you you staying out of trouble to an extent and you playing sports, that's cool with me. My sisters was grinding. Discipline. A plus 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 mm-hmm. students taking Dancing. college classes in in high school. Mm-hmm. They was out doing they they uh, career with dance and um, ballet and 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 all that shit. And I was like, man, look, I was out kicking it, running up and down the streets, all type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had to carry their way they self a total different way than I did, as far yeah. as with respect and everything. And I just was out here wilding. So like. I think that's probably why men, we are the way that we are. Like, don't get me wrong. We forge through fire, though, as we get older. And a lot of that has a lot, a lot of that has to do with the uh, household dynamics because men, women who are single moms, who oh, are yeah. raising boys, yeah. they already know how hard it is, mm-hmm. how hard it's going to be for their son in the world. So mm-hmm. instead of being hard on them in the household, they try to scale back a little bit and soften them up, but that's not preparing them for the world because right. when they get out in the world, they, they're, they're not uh, adaptable to mm-hmm. the toughness mm-hmm. and, and the grit and stuff like that. The world has to offer. Right. So right. Right. It's just a lot of single moms are raising men out here. Yeah. And that's just, it's crazy because I, that's 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 hitting it right on the point because I think that's why our dynamic is the way that it is a lot of times. Like when we dealing with our boys, we have two separate, totally different approaches. Mm-hmm. Like so, at times, like you may look at me like oh, he's like a military drill sergeant, like they kids, let them breathe. But then I understand like the world not gonna let you breathe. Absolutely. So you gotta have some chill to yourself. Absolutely. Everything can't be at your fingertips. Like we was talking today while we out eating, my son just living his best life, four years old. He got the the phone right here. I'm talking about he go through apps. Four years old, he going through apps looking for TV shows. Like he'd be like, "No, I, I want to watch movies. HBO Max." No, I'm going to um, Hulu. Hulu. Netflix, no, I'm gonna go to Prime, Netflix. Slay. Now I'm on Prime, <laughs> and then I'm getting alerts that this boy didn't spent forty, fifty dollars on my card <laughs> ordering movies and shit. And it's just like he and he's sitting there, little G Shock watch on, pressing the buttons on his watch, going back to the phone, <laughs> eating mozzarella sticks. And I'm like, who the hell is this little eating monster? His juice, eating his fries. <laughs> I'm like, who is this monster sitting at the table with us? <laughs> yeah. And but see, that's that thing, like it'd be times that I know for a fact, like, if it wasn't both of us, like, it'd be times where it'd be like, hell no, go sit down. Go in there, go go draw. Go do the, no, no TV, no this, no that. But it's because it's, 
we have a dynamic where we feed off each other a lot of times where it's just like, okay. And and I will say this, you baby them a whole lot more than me. Yeah, I do. I mm. and I, I think too, um, a lot of the a lot of the times women, we always try to say, Oh, I don't want my son to be a crybaby. I don't want my son mm. to get all that crybaby ish and da da da. But that's not teaching your child, your son's vulnerability vulnerability. Well, vulnerability mm. i want my kids to be able or my sons to be able to express how they feel right. if you feel like crying cry yeah. you know what i'm saying like i want you to be i don't want you to be out in the world <gasps> i'm not gonna cry because crying's for wimps i'm not gonna cry. like no but it's a time and a place for everything. there is a time and a place so for I, I i want them to feel like hey men cry yeah. Shit, I cry if I got to in, 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 the, the, in the heartbeat. Feel that Don't emotion. Don't go through the world but, emotionless. But the thing is, is let that emotion drive you instead exactly. of crying. Instead of crying, though, take that emotion and put it as a fire under your ass to do something but with it. But it also teaches them to recognize the emotion and when to be able to show that emotion. Right, you right. Know, and, and control their emotions. Right. If you teach somebody not to cry, not to feel anything, they're going to be mad and angry all the time. Mm. You know, but extent. if you teach them, okay, it's okay to cry. Like when our, our son cries, he'll cry because his tablet died. And we'll ask him, like, well, do you have to cry about it? Right. All I ask him, are you hurt? Yeah. And you, we'll ask him, like, do you have to cry about it? Then he's like, well, no, I don't have to cry. Then he stop. Express how you feel. Right. You don't have to cry about it. I just be like, dude, are you or hurt? Put, Did find, it hurt you? Find a solution. Yeah. Problem solving. Right. Find a solution. Just put it on the charger. You don't have to cry because right. it's going to charge and you can play it again. Right. So it's just teaching them yeah. those type of things. And I, I th- and and that's something that I think is big and like I said in the black community as mm-hmm. well because, um, and I feel like that's probably why a lot of black men. Um, move in the ways that we do is because we our our culture has always frowned on certain aspects of uh just getting help or yeah. therapy yeah talking or to somebody. talking to somebody or just opening up and saying like hey, i'm i'm going through this or i'm going through that i'm not okay um, yeah like because we we number one we go through a point where our mom's baby is mm-hmm. and then when our moms let us out into the world the world going to see that your mom babied you and they going to run all over your shit. Mm-hmm. They they like sharks. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they didn't drop this little chump in the water. Like he in our water baby, now. The baby. Yeah, and they love it. They like it and they turn you into what they want you to be. Yeah. That's why, in, you know, in jail and all type of situations, even out in the streets, like you got all these crash out dummy crash dummies like you you sending people on missions to do stuff and they just crash outs because they want to be a part of something. So they ain't sad. never been taught to know they self and be they self. It's so sad. Yeah. And Cleveland going through it bad right now, man. I I just I I hate to see the way my city be looking at times. Um because you see stuff and you just be like sometimes you just don't even want to turn on the news or don't want to look at like the Cleveland Remembers page and stuff like that because you always gonna mess around and run in to see somebody that's close to you or close to somebody you know, and it's just like, why? So crazy, I know. And it, it, it's messed up, man. And I just hope that, I hope that one, this platform will help bring people together and help give people a voice to be able to speak out against the stuff that goes on or give them a voice to be able to 
just voice their opinion and open up and say, hey, this is what's going on. Because we got to we got to be together as a nation. And that's not yes. like a, just a black thing, but yes, like yes, yes, black, yes. white, brown, yellow, blue, purple, green, whatever you are. We just got to be together. We got to be united. You know, because at the end of the day, no human is made to be by themselves or to do everything alone. Like that's why society is made like it's built off the backs of everybody coming together, putting a collective effort forward and making that shit work. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely want, you know, to see that happen and see everybody come together. Um, I feel like that's one of the reasons how we got to where we at now. Just understanding the struggle and going through multiple different ideas and strains and and things of knowing how to feed each other life. Yeah, and know? always dreaming. You know. Yeah. I I I um we have a a board in our room and I put quotes up there. It's like our manifestation board. We manifest what we want and things like that. And and whatever you desire to have in life, you can have that. You will have that. You just right. have to continue to move forward. Like like Blake said, through the struggles and us knowing where we came from mm-hmm. and and sitting in that process or sitting in the struggles cuz it makes sitting where we are today mm-hmm. So much better because it wasn't given to us. Right, we had right. to work hard for it. It mm-hmm. is humbling. Mm-hmm. It's so humbling. Mm-hmm. Just knowing the background of it, like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just me and her meeting at 13 <laughs> in high school, ripping and running around, playing sports, going through a, a, a situation where we were separated at one point um, because, you know, <laughs> Me being who I am with took school, a petty pill. I took a petty pill my whole <laughs> high school career and just was outrageous and went to four different schools <laughs> yes, um, through expulsions and everything else all through high school. Um, her still pushing, you know, to go to college and play college ball, stuff like that. Me just still being, you know, who I am grinding on a day-to-day basis where I was just somebody where it's like, I'm never going to be a lay-down person. I'm mm-hmm. always going to have money. I'm always going to do this. I'm always going to do that. But then staying connected, you know, always. reaching out to you like, hey, what's up? You know. Always connected. Yeah, like never, never giving up on that. And then knowing that we had dreams. I mean, we can talk about dreams of opening up strip clubs and restaurants and, and all this stuff back when we was 18, 19 years old. Like, yeah, and even though it didn't happen yet, the fact that we were dreaming. Oh, yeah. The fact that we said, okay, this is what we want mm-hmm. our life to look like. Right. Like, we're not going to be comfortable where we are. For sure. You know, because we were both in between jobs. I mean, mm-hmm. we said on the last episode, we were in, uh, on food stamps. Pushing. Excuse me, we stayed in a stu- two studio apartments. But the connection and, you know, the the dreaming and the pushing each other Mm -hmm. to always pursue our goals. You know, there were times where you didn't believe you can get a job because you were systematically programmed Mm -hmm. to think that you only had, or you was only capable Mm -hmm. of working in the warehouse. And then that was just me saying like, what are you talking about? You're very intelligent. Like you, so, so pushing each other to pursue and supporting each other through everything right right and then understanding each other's strong points and weaknesses mm-hmm. um i mean we went through situations where it put us to the ultimate test yeah. 
you know, and God willing, like, I didn't came out with my life. I'm alive. Situations that happen where, you know, we just look back at it like, how the hell did we get there? How did we do this? But then it was also a lot of good that came from situations. Like, we had opportunities to do a lot of things and met a lot of people throughout Definitely. our life. Definitely. Just, you know, us moving through life and, and, and embarking on an everyday grind the way that we did just the people that we run into out anywhere you know what yeah. i'm saying like traveling out of town out of like i'm talking about we done met people that ain't got so cool with us like we was in jamaica we had <laughs> a couple trying to get us to come back to canada just to yeah. kick it have fun like just the vibe we was on the plane and I was so scared, I wasn't even sitting next to oh, my yeah. wife. But because I <laughs> built this relationship with this couple, I didn't like that flying, y'all. So I didn't even know these these two people. Like a couple that I've never seen in my life or had ever talked to on a plane ride. We going to Jamaica. And I was so spooked. Like they held my hands. Sat in the middle seat. I sat in the middle of a couple. <laughs> and it was a white couple. That's what's so crazy. Like it was people like you would have never thought we would have meshed in life at all but mm -hmm. just our aura and our spirits bring people around that you normally wouldn't going through our vlog like building our family vlog with yeah. mobbing with the millions yes. building up the 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 studio area like you know just coming up with the ideas of like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a podcast yeah. You know, just pushing, 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 grinding, 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 buying piece by piece by piece by piece by piece until finally it came together. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Shout out to you. Shout, Shout out, out to, to me. you. Because it to came us. together. It came together. <laughs> it, it came together like. I remember getting my first piece of equipment, you know, buying my first mic. Like, it was insane, the feeling that you get. Proud moment. Buying the first camera, walking around, vlogging. We in San Diego recording with the kids and mm -hmm. just, like, don't even know what we doing. Just having fun behind yeah. the camera. Like, yep. just really just. On the whim. Just, we just decided that day Man, we went what? to Best Buy. Got that camera and that fidget gidget thing. Yeah, it was like one of them Omni. And um, recorded in the hotel. Started and recorded the in the hotel that first day. Yeah, and 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 literally shot our our Very family vlog, vlog on a cell phone. Yeah, I ain't never had a computer. Well, I ain't gonna say computer. I ain't never had a bit of editing skills ever in my life. Shout out to YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> I feel like I, I these episodes I edit these and put these together and they may not be the best, but you did it. I'd be grinding. You I'd be do. grinding. Like, but you have that mindset where it's in because you believe this is your baby. Yeah, because you believe in it. You're gonna figure it out. For sure, and that's gonna be another thing as you continue to grow mm -hmm. your your brand and your companies. It's just like you go. Self-taught. Yeah. You're going to be teaching For your sure. interns and assistants and stuff sure. how to do it in this, like, classes, mm -hmm. media school. And <laughs> shout out to everybody who just support that just stay. You know, even, you know what's crazy? Really? Oh, man. This right here is going for everybody that don't even know us. That's true. 
it, it's crazy. Like I just started social media like mm-hmm. last month for the first time ever in my life. I don't even think it's been a full month. Yeah, I get more support from people that I don't even know. That's good. That send me DMs and and all of that stuff daily, mm-hmm. pushing me. Shout out to them. Cause they don't even know me, and they not getting nothing from it or or anything. They they, they just enjoying the show. People recognize good content. Yeah, for sure. And but I recognize what they got going on too, though. Mm-hmm. And I just be like, man, you know, and you know, and I ain't gonna forget. Um, somebody did ask me for a breakdown of equipment. I'm gonna do a short one and let y'all know, but I'm gonna do a separate little video and probably throw it up on the YouTube channel. Um, breaking down. Um, everything that I have as far as equipment. Um, because it's, it's not a lot, but we got enough going on that we make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and shout out to them people that even interact with the page. And, and, and I got something for y'all because we're going to be closing out this episode. Um, we're going to close it out on a high note because I'm feeling myself right now. Ooh, for sure. Feeling myself. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't boost us up. Just this whole conversation, and I hope that I boosted some people outside of here up. Just letting them know, like, hey, you can do whatever you want to do. You don't have to have a lot. You know, you can start out with nothing. Just start. We started out with nothing. Yeah, like, but you got to start. But you can't win no race without actually getting in the blocks. Yes, and start running. And you have to have a, a. a, you don't have to have one, but having a, a strong support system yeah. is important too. Because we had a very strong support system mm-hmm. behind us, mm-hmm. our family, and our we still parents, do, and we still do. Yeah, and we still do. Our parents and our family, we have a very strong support system that continues to see our goals and our dreams and push us beyond what we could even imagine. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and you know what? Um, we're gonna be doing by the next episode. I'm really hoping that. Uh, some of the hats to be in. We're going to do a, a, a giveaway to um, some of the million dollar dose family out there. I ain't going to call y'all fans. We're going to call y'all family because we are family. We are family. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's going to be things that qualify y'all for a giveaway. I do have one hat, though, that I, it's not connected to the million dollar dose brand or anything like that, but it's just going to be a family giveaway. Something just, you know, from us to give to somebody else. Nice little pro standard hat. Um, I mean, you can do with it as you will. Um, if you're from Cleveland, I know you're really going to love it. If you're not, uh, it's red and you'll enjoy it. Got it? Yeah. Nice so hat. we got a nice hat right here um, that I purchased. So we're going to be going ahead and it's going to be a giveaway. Um, it's a pro standard. Genuine leather all around the top. We got the back with the leather strap, um, the pro standard pins and everything on there. Still tag and everything a, on there. If you got a big head like me, may not be comfortable. Oh, you can make it work. She just got to, oh. <laughs> don't you shut up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that to myself. But it, it's super dope. Um, what, what, What's going to qualify? Hmm. The, okay, so we're we going to say. The person who uh the person who uh gets uh that can post us give us a post 
and the story with the best caption of this episode. Oh, that's a good one. Best caption that we see. Um, tag us in your post. Tag mm-hmm. us in your story. Give it a good caption. Um, and then we're going to link information. And we're going to get this out send to you. you. We're going to send this out to you. And then hopefully on our next episode next week, we'll have some million-dollar dose merch. Um, I just didn't want to send y'all out of here empty-handed, though. So we're going to make sure we look out for y'all with something. Um, but like I said, hopefully it, everything is completed with that. Um, and we can get some of that merch out. And then we're going to have merch on our uh, online site as well that's under construction. So y'all can start looking out for that stuff. Um, so once again, though, thank y'all for sitting in. Thank you. We enjoyed it. We got through another episode. I hope y'all got through another episode. Um, this was good. I enjoyed myself. I had fun again. This was therapeutic. Very, very. And I hope it was helpful and answered a lot of the questions that you all sent us. So yeah, hope, hope sure. that hope we answered your questions. But thank you, and then we'll see you guys the next episode. We sure will. So once again, we're gonna send y'all out with much love from the Million Dollar Dose family. Um, everybody, stay safe out there. Stay strong. Um, like I said before, this episode was called Love Star. We hope we gave some love to y'all today. We hope we filled your hearts, filled your brains, you know, filled your bellies with laughter. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may have been that you didn't have before you came and watched this episode, we hope you got it. Right. Um, and we're going to send you out with some, you know, some good tunes, some good vibes. So catch y'all on the next episode. We love you guys. Can't bite my tongue, say what I please.